Hey, Lisa. Hey, John. We're back. <laughs> what if all you needed to get better in every way was available at the touch of a hand or the sound of a voice or even a vibration? Let's talk about how that happens, who can do it, and where to find them. I'm John Webster, and this is The Hesitant Healer. Greetings and welcome to The Hesitant Healer. I'm John Webster here with my trusty, faithful sidekick, Lisa Kay. Say hello, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. So uh, check this out, peeps. It's been a while and um, we are sorry about that. But quite frankly, I ran out of content and uh, went through... Um, been through some depression, but I don't think that was the reason we really got to a point where we just ran out of, ran out of people and ran out of stuff. And we were chasing some people and, and, uh, we got a few under our belt, but it became a, a grind to try and get it, um, in under the wire. Uh, the editor wanted it Wednesday afternoons and, and we start on Tuesdays and, uh, by Wednesday, it's the middle of the day, and it's like crap. We didn't record, and and blah 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 blah. So uh, we just got behind the wire, and I finally said, you know what? We need to take a break because uh, this is a labor of love, and it wasn't feeling very loving. So we took a little bit of a break. Uh, in that time frame, we've talked to some other people, and uh, we've come up with some more content. And um, here's another thing, Lisa Kay, that uh, you already know, but the listeners may not. <laughs> and and believe me, you, listener, I am I'm hesitant, and I cringe, and I hate to be this guy, but uh, business is business. Uh, this thing costs us money. And... Um, it gets a little difficult in the uh, waxing and waning months of uh, Thanksgiving and December, Christmas, uh, to try and make ends meet with this. And that became a bit of an issue, too. So we have started a Patreon site. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, uh, it's a, a website where you can donate money to a cause. And uh, sometimes they offer free things or, or stuff like that. Currently, we're not offering anything except please help us. Now, we do plan on having different levels at some point. Like tiers of uh, tiers. environment. Yeah, yeah, of involvement. Tiers so that you can add more money or whatnot. Uh, uh, I'm not looking to get greedy. I'm just looking to try and cover some costs for, for some of this. So if you have enjoyed this site... For a mere $5 or $5 a month, uh, you can continue to do so. Um, can I... Um, jump in there. I think what we have found across the board is that people, uh, some people who haven't even come to see us yet have been listening. And so I think our mission of getting um, the word out about health and alternative health uh ways of getting better uh, is important. And I think that um, we are getting the word out to people who need to hear things. Um, that's always a challenge. And like, and like John said, it does cost us some money to put this out. Um, and so really what we're trying to do is just uh, 
cover our cost. We are not in this to make money at all. Well, I was totally going to say that. All I right. know. Okay. But um don't 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 excuse it away. We're just going to unashamedly going to have to ask these people for money. Give us money. It's you know, it's But here here's my promise to you, right? And I, I thought about this long and hard because I've been thinking about doing this for a while. It, it is 100% uh for covering the costs of this podcast. Should uh uh, it, it, should it ever exceed that, we will put a cap on it or whatnot because we just want to cover costs. It's a 100% break-even thing. Right, for sure. What I was going to say is uh, what we would like to do is invite you to be a part of a community uh, and getting like, like the word you, out. Like you already are. Well, you are. Um, contributing to the knowledge that we are putting out there for you and for other people. Uh, so that we believe that this is an important message, and we believe that it, it's entertaining um, and informative. And if you would like to help and be a part of that, that's when how we would like to invite you to join you, us. You know what, Lisa Kay? Yes, we're rusty. We are a little rusty. <laughs> we haven't done this for a while. <laughs> we used to have a pattern that we're, we're not flowing we're like, at we, all. We ain't got no flow. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so here, here's the bottom line on this. We have a Patreon. It is go to the hesitant healer. If you want to look it up a different way, the link is patreon.com forward slash the hesitant healer 698. Um, we would love uh, for you to contribute. It would help us greatly. We want to keep this content on the air and we want to continue to bring you my promise to you. Our promise to you is that we continue. Continue to bring you quality content and different healers and different uh, subject matters and and people and places and things that we can do. We did record two from uh, we did one from Rome, which we're going to put out uh, after this one, and mm-hmm. then we did another one a local healer who does uh, who does gut stuff. So uh, we're going to put that in as well. But today we're going to talk about a thing we did this weekend. So a thing happened. Uh, I think we've been open about we've been microdosing. I think we've been microdosing for about a year now. It's close to a year now. I started. Uh, you heard Liz uh, somewhere around episode five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Liz, uh, her husband passed away, and as she went through her journey, she found microdosing psilocybin mushrooms, and that helped greatly. So much so that I was super interested. Around the same time, another client found ketamine. And in that time frame, I think it was April of last year, we went to Boston mm-hmm. to see Bessel van der Kolk, who wrote The Body Keeps Score. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a trauma conference for psychologists and whatnot. And uh, I was real interested. Last year's theme was on uh, psychedelics. And, and, you know, this thing just kept coming. So we mm-hmm. wanted to learn about it. Mm-hmm. So the three of us, my Lisa, Lisa Kay here and myself, went to Boston and, and went to the trauma conference. And basically what happened was, uh, we learned a little bit about what's coming and what currently is. Uh, the the concept in the world of uh, psychedelics as it uh, adheres to mental health, which is uh, a pairing that's coming these days, is the four big ones are uh, acid, LSD. Uh, LSD. There is psilocybin or mushrooms. Mm-hmm. There is ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. There is MDMA. There's five, really. There's MDMA, and then there is ketamine. ketamine. Okay. Um, basically, what he said, he, he literally said this in the middle of the conference. 
Uh, Y'all should enjoy this kumbaya moment while it lasts, because Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is all of these different uh, medicines are going to be broken up and taken by different factions. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's what I think is going to happen. So ketamine has already kind of started to mainstream into psychology. I have a friend. who lives up in Canada, and she paired with a doctor, mm-hmm. and they're doing ketamine treatments, and she's doing cranial sacral therapy. Oh wow! I think that and, would be fabulous. And that's like seven days, and that's a that's a retreat. And she's had great success with those. I'm right. super interested in doing that. Right. About the time I learned that, this client I have went and had. Um, there's different factions of ketamine. She had injections. Well, so there's a, a bigger dosage and a and a, and a delivery system that's mm-hmm. a, a lot more. Um, well, I, effective. There, there are, th- there are basically kind of three ways that you can do ketamine. Uh, you can have an IV, which is slow and takes several hours. Um, the most effective way. The most effective way. Uh, there is an injection, which is boom, quick, all at once. And um, from what I understand, it's a little less gentle. And then there uh, is the one that actually I tried. Um, and it is a uh, pill, and you put it under your tongue, and you uh, let it sort of melt. You don't swallow it, because that'll make you really sick. But um, then you swallow it, and then it, uh, you don't swallow it. You spit it out at the very end, and uh, it is delivered th- through your bloodstream by the uh, uh, under your tongue. So sub- sublingually. Sublingual. Uh, those are the three ways that basically that you can do it. Now, there's a lot of controversy about ketamine in that, you know, uh, I had I had told a few people that I was going to do it, and they're like, "Well, that's a horse tranquilizer." Yes, it is a tranquilizer. What's, what's your point, man? <laughs> right. What's your point? And and yes, it has been used as a uh, tranquilizer and a, and a, and an anesthetic. Um, in emergency situations uh, especially, but at different doses, you do get a bit of a psychedelic experience and a healing one. And what Van, what Van der Kolk, Bessel. what Bessel was saying is that what's similar between all of those is that what they've noticed is that there are changes in uh, synapses in the brain so that it is actually healing synapses or synapses, however you say it, uh, in the brain. Um, ketamine does that, mushrooms do that, uh, ayahuasca does that, and I think LSD does that. So the other thing that was fascinating when he was talking about it, uh, why we say this is the new wave is really if you look at... Um, PTSD and depression and anxiety, we have not had a brand new treatment uh, chemically or talk therapy wise in years and years and years. Truthfully, these aren't brand new treatments, though. No, they aren't. No, the the talk that we had going back to the, the, the conference, the talk that they had and that I've had with with other people in in this industry is that. Part of the issue with these medicines, I got to quit calling them drugs because they're medicines, is that uh, these are called plant-based medicines, and they're they've all been used traditionally ceremonially. Well, I can and I they, stop you there because uh, uh, yes, 
I would say ayahuasca and mushrooms are definitely plant medicines. The other three are really chemically derived, and they are not natural or plant-based. LSD, MDMA, and ketamine. All right. You got a point. Thank you. Oh, I can't tell you how much that pains me. (laughs) But uh, the, the controversy is... That psychedelics in general, mm-hmm. um, especially the plant-based ones, have been used ceremonially for spiritual enlightenment. Right. Towards that end, so, so- ketamine and MDMA mm-hmm. were also used for that recreationally, but for spiritual right. enlightenment or or a, a change of brain state. Right. Uh Ketamine is currently being used, as Lisa just said. MDMA is going to be the next thing that's being clinically trialed now. And his his thought process was that that's probably going to be the one that the drug companies get a hold of and turn into a... A thing. A, a thing. Yeah, for lack of a better word, a thing. Um, so that leaves ayahuasca. LSD, nobody's going to touch because it... it it does too much, basically. So that leaves ayahuasca and mushrooms to kind of go on their own. Ayahuasca is never going to be turned into a uh, medicine thing. And mushrooms, I think they're going to leave to the hippies, basically. So, uh, and we've heard uh, our friend Jess talk about her ayahuasca trip. Correct. Uh, so, a year ago... I was in a cyclical depression. January is the time frame in which my parents passed away and my dear Uncle Ernie passed away. And uh, I specifically started microdosing after watching this client and another client get better mm-hmm. and was interested. But I did it kind of experimentally on myself while I was in a down cycle. Mm-hmm. I was in a down cycle, not just self-prescribed but other people were like are you okay do you know it's got you know you don't feel right you don't look ready okay so mm-hmm. uh when i took the microdose which is a super small like one fifth of a gram or something like that a tenth no, of a less gram than that yeah and uh, uh it, it took quite a while to get the dosage dosage perfected however there were immediate results for me mm-hmm. there was creativity that came back which mm-hmm. i hadn't had uh, maybe a bit of a brightness. It wasn't a drug like I got high. It was like a clarity of or the absence of right. depression, right? In that time frame, you started with me mm-hmm. and my wife started with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, between the three of us, because those are known entities, I was able to watch other people go through and see the differences as well. So um, like a good alcoholic, I experimented the <laughs> shit out of it and, and got to a point where I, I thought it was uh, a good idea to continue. I did talk to Racer X and, mm-hmm. and kick that around uh, deeply. I talked to, I did my due diligence. I talked to a lot of people. We have some friends that do it all the time and they're very knowledgeable. I, 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 I examined all of that stuff and we started right. doing it. So we have been microdosing for a year. Mm-hmm. Now, in that, when you read up on it, it talks about different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Five days on, two days off, three weeks on, one week off. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's different there's protocols. lots of different protocols. And the lady that we get the, the uh, medicine from, she has a lot of information online, too, and we mm-hmm. talked to her. And, and so that was suggested, but it's suggested in a way that, you know, try it yourself and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we did that as well. Uh-huh. So it took months it to try different things and different strains. And, and the one that we have uh, 
uh, kind of gets you a little mellow, but it doesn't get you high and loopy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, for years and years and years and years, I heard about how you see colors and things move and <laughs> it's like trippy dippy and hippy dippy and, you know, the dancing bears from the, from the, <laughs> the, the, the uh, I want to say Walking Dead. The uh, the Grateful Dead. Oh, um, I'm not, like <laughs> it's not zombies. It's teddy bears from <laughs> from the Grateful Dead come dancing through your and I didn't see any of that. Right. Uh, truth be told, of full disclosure, in the first six months, um, I think I took a higher dose a couple times, mm-hmm. just a, a slightly higher dose, mm-hmm. and in my room here. Um, up in the corner of my right eye in a, like a half a semicircle of about six inches, uh, twice, uh, I had... You, you remember, Lisa, you remember Solitaire on the computer? I loved early Solitaire the on the computer. And if you ever won at the end of that, the it cards does like all a cascade down, yeah. cascading. I had that twice uh-huh. in the corner of my eye that lasted me about 15 minutes. Both times I'm like, ah, it's happening. <laughs> and then it was just like there and it went away and that was it. And I'm like, oh, di- wah, 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 wah. <sighs> Disappointing. So, um, I would say that, that people who are microdosing, for the most part, uh, they're doing it therapeutically and they are not doing it to get high. Because uh, no, truly is- this is not going to be, and you know, I've, I've got, I, I know younger people, you know, now. This <laughs> is like about such an, synaptic connection. Correct. And and this is not about the, the that, when you're microdosing, it's not about that experience. It's not about seeing colors. It's, it's not about tripping. No. It's, it's about, uh, it's about rearranging your, your brain chemicals Correct. and getting out of a chemical loop. Correct. So if you're in a cyclical depression, uh-huh. if you're stuck in PTSD, uh-huh. if you're cycling in fight or flight, uh-huh. this gets into the brain and changes those synaptic gaps that are causing you to loop and opens up those pathways so that you can walk in a straight line. Oh, I like that. That's a very nice way to put it. Very nicely said. If you just quit stepping on me, I would have got there. Or maybe I got there because you stepped on me. Who's to say? Don't know. So. What can I, I, there's one thing I'd like to throw in that we did learn at, uh, uh, the trauma conference is if you look kind of across the board at uh, efficacy of our current uh, psycho meds, so uh, SSRIs, uh, Wellbutrin, all of those, if you look across the board in general at how effective they are for someone who is depressed or anxious or has PTSD, the efficacy is way under 50%. Like, you know, a lot of times somebody will go and they and the doctor will say, oh, let's try an antidepressant and they try it and it doesn't really work. So the efficacy is way under 50 percent, like 46 point something, which means 50 to 60 percent of people who are feeling depressive symptoms are not getting relief from that. And then let's go the opposite direction since we're still talking about the trauma com- conference. The, the tests and uh, things that they have done so far with these um, psychodrugs mm-hmm. uh, and medicines uh, are not 100% either. No. There's about a 30, I think they said 25 to 30%. Uh, it just doesn't do anything for anybody. Correct. And it but doesn't help them. 
But if you look at our current psych meds and about oh, it's way, half way, of the people better aren't getting what's better. currently out there. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, they're interested. And of course, right. if there's money in it, then the big, big pharma's in, in on it anyway. All right. So enough about that. Okay. So we got to a point where this year was coming again. <laughs> um, we've played with the idea of doing retreats that have... Um, some of this involved. We've talked to enough people to believe that this is the wave of the future and this is a thing that's going to happen. And everything that I read said that if you're going to treat people or help people that are doing this, you need to know what it's like. So I decided it was time to know what it's like. And Lisa Kay was interested and my Lisa was interested. And so this weekend... We went down and did a full mushroom ceremony. They also, in the protocols uh, of doing microdosing, recommend that you do it for so many weeks and then you take a little time off. And then they say that you should macrodose two to three times a year. And we we had not done that. And, And my clients had not done that either. Um, none of us had any desire to get high or to macrodose, um, not understanding that it, it adds more to the connectivity of what you're doing. Correct. These things, if you, if you take them every day and you don't stop, you build up a tolerance and then it doesn't do anything. So that's, and they're real clear about that. So we went to a super secret location that we cannot disclose to do this ceremony with a wonderful shaman named Adrian who facilitated it. And we will give you his uh, contact information on the liner notes at the end of this. Can't use their names and we can't use the place because we kind of didn't ask them if we could do this. We put a call into them and they haven't called back yet. If we get a hold of them, we will put all the information in the in the notes of this podcast. Right. Um, but there was a woman who did music and uh-huh. lots of different musical sounds. There mm-hmm. were... Uh, percussions there were um there's like a rain stick a and there was one that sounded like a, the ocean and a thunder stick and an ocean thing and yeah. and drums and and gongs and i think she had a guitar yeah yeah and then there was another girl who uh green hair and uh, a very interesting name and she was kind of the facilitator and then there was a guy who we had talked to, who's the guy that puts these together. He's kind of the shaman that does this thing. Mm-hmm. And so you show up, uh, you're going to spend the night. They tell you point blank, you're going to do the thing. And then you're spending the night because they're not letting you go until you're all done with it. Until you're not high. Anymore. Yeah. So we sat in and uh, and they explained what was going to happen. And then they suggest one, two or three grams. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they give you some oranges to go with it. And some people put honey on them and then you go through i don't know a couple hours maybe and then they ask if you would like more to enhance they also introduced a thing called rape um, actually just talked about rape when just, she talked to talked us about, rape about her enhancement. and that is uh-huh. a it's a specific tobacco that is mixed with the ash of some other plants uh-huh. they uh push this they blow it with a specific tool up your nostrils and it fills your nasal cavity you cannot breathe through your nose you breathe through your mouth and then uh, they do the other nostril and they say it is to enhance and open for the ceremony and ground you yeah 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 so uh 
they ask if anybody would like to do that too. So they go through and they explain all that. Then they sit us all in the, the circle that we were in. And uh, one by one, they uh, ask a person up. You kneel in front of the little altery thingy they got there with the candles and the whatnot. And you get to pick your dosage. They have a, a, a scale there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you pick your dosage. And then you take it back to your little spot with some uh, oranges and, and whatnot. And then, um, uh, I don't know. They did, did they do the rape first? I think they did the rape first. They did the rape first. They did the rape first. So, they asked who would like to do it. And I don't, uh, uh, several people, maybe three, were maybe three, three, three to four. four. But yeah. yeah, the Lisas did not. A hundred percent, the Lisas did not. No. So, uh, but I'm there for the whole experience, you know. I want to I wanna try it all, damn it. So, uh, she comes up. She kneels in front of me. It's kind of like a pipe. It does and, look like a and, pipe. And they pour it out onto their hand and they scoop it into this tiny little pipe, the size of a straw, right? One that can yeah. go up your nose. Yeah. And uh, you insert it up into your left nostril. They have you take a big, deep breath in with your mouth. You hold it. They blow it up into your nose. It goes through your nasal passages like Mickey Mouse's magic in The Apprentice, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then oh, that's a, a good te- visual tears, right there. Tears rolled down my cheeks. It kind of entered my brain. You can't think it. Oh, and it stings. I was going to say it's it's it a little really painful. stings. And then you breathe out. You breathe in. They're watching you closely. She's face to face. She says, "Let me know when you're ready for the second. You take a big inhale in. Don't breathe through your nose." The other one goes in, the right nostril blows it in. Same thing, up, through, into, all around. Exhale out. And then you got with tears, big giant alligator tears rolling down, you just hold it and you just breathe. Do not inhale. You just, through your nose, you just inhale and exhale through your mouth. And then after about who, God knows, a minute, 30 seconds, whatever, um, you blow your nose and, you know, it's black and nasty, but you blow your nose and then uh, you're ready for your mushrooms. So I went up and uh, I decided I wanted the maximum effect. So uh, it, it kind of funny. There was like a bowl that had all the, the big pieces of mushroom in it. And there was one in there I could see because I was closest to it. It was it was just a big mushroom. It was like a big giant mushroom. And uh, everybody kept putting it back, putting it back. I went in there and just grabbed that one. And I put it on a scale. And it was like eight point five, and she's like, "Yeah, no, no." And so she they goes, do, break, they break it up. Yeah, they say start with two or three. Break it up. So uh, I broke it up, and then it was like four and a half, and then I broke it up, and then it was three point eight, and then I broke it up, and I got two point nine. There you go. And that was it. So I put that on my little on my little neck in, and I got my orange, and went and sat down. So then you chew them up, uh, you eat the orange. And uh, you sit down and you wait. They start singing and... They give you an orange because they they have found over the years that citrus actually helps start the process of the uh, reaction, of the, of the medicine working. So that's why we get an orange. Um, I'm kind of weird about like how is this going to taste? Is it horrible? They do also have honey. So you can go up and uh, like I went up and I got mine. Uh, I did too. Um, You can pour honey on top of the, and they're dried mushrooms. So um, they're not like, uh, like mushrooms that you would go and, you know, buy at the store or whatever. They're 
I don't know if it's freeze dried, but they're dried. Uh, so I dribbled honey on mine just to make it, you know, a little, I don't know, a little more pleasant. It wasn't unpleasant. How about that? Um, I was talking to somebody this weekend. It tasted like dried mushrooms. Well, they did. Um, Somebody said, I was talking to somebody about it this weekend, and they said it kind of tastes like sunflower seeds. And I, yeah, it kind of does. It's a little nutty. Uh, Okay. All right. I I guess I'll give you that. So, uh, Lisa? Yes. Things get a little fuzzy after this. Yeah. It, um, and... Body chemistry and I, how I, much you had to eat. Well, I would, I would tell you this: they were they were really specific about intention. In fact, we went around the room and talked about intention. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I know from the microdosing experience is that it 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 seemed to me almost immediately that the intention I was looking for was the intention I got. I have found after this ex uh, I want to say experiment that's not right after this experience. exercise experience thank you after this experience uh, it is super intention uh, driven driven you got I- all the words for me today thank you <laughs> totally intention driven so people talked about their intention in generic ways at the beginning of this and then uh, you go in and it it turns out at the end of it everybody that had intentions, got the intentions they were looking for. So my intention was uh, pretty neutral, but I've always wanted to know what the stars and colors and kaleidoscopes and stuff was like. You wanted the psychedelic experience. And that's what I got. My Lisa went in there with, uh, she had no intentions, but almost immediately. And she had the same thing. She's like, well, when she did her ketamine treatment, Mm -hmm. she didn't have any response and she hated that Mm. so with this one she's like well i'm not doing that i'm i'm doing the three so she did three two immediately and they split us up when we got in there right Right. we we wanted to put our little mats together he's like yeah no none none of the three of us were even close if you guys are close you're, you're splitting up so everybody split up so i could see her from across the room she started freaking out a little bit and she's looking at me going right away and i started to move and this guy uh, I can use his name now because he just he just called in Texas. Okay, Adrian, who was a guru, he cut me off. He gave me a look and he gave me a little slash with his hand. And he's like, nope. nope. <laughs> so um, the other girl, uh, who it turns out is a super spiritual guru, mm. Knights Templar, giant. Uh, uh, she's just very. She she's was, she was a warrior princess. Oh, well, that's a was. good way to say it. Yeah. She and she's a petite little thing, but mm-hmm. uh, unless of course you're on mushrooms, then she's seven feet tall. Right. Um, she went over there and got with her, and uh, you know it seemed like hours, but she was right in her sphere, head to head, mm-hmm. and uh, pulled her off the ledge, and 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 she she went and did her thing. Mm-hmm. I could not feel you. I kind of cut you off uh, on purpose because I wanted to have my own thing, mm-hmm. but I could tell you weren't having a great time either. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think we need to talk about that. That may be a different uh, conversation if you haven't have it later, mm-hmm. um, uh, because this is all about me, Lisa. I know you may find this hard to believe, but today, just today, we're going to talk about me. It's always no. Um, if you if you want to share, you can share. But I mean, I, my experience with you was that you were over there in the corner, and I couldn't see you, and mm. and you weren't having a good time. And I, I did know that. I, as mm. much as I tried to cut off from the two of you, we were still connected. Mm-hmm. So I'd also be interested in seeing what this would be like without you and her, <laughs> because I, I couldn't get away from the connection. Right. right. And, and so that makes sense. I do know uh, time 
doesn't time. stand still, you just lose it. There you is have no, no sense of how long of time. No. And so even though we could see outside, mm-hmm. uh, and even though you could see uh, things like traffic and, and movement, you got no idea where you are in the time-space continuum. No. Uh, as I delve deeper into this, um, I remember thinking, this is not what I thought it would be like, right? I thought mm-hmm. it was bigger, bolder colors, mm. and it's tinier fractional colors, oh, fractals, right? yes. Fractals, lots For of... Sure. It literally is a kaleidoscope, right? I saw it like a mosaic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, but mine were moving. I noticed a lot of people put eye covers on. I wanted to see, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to see. Um, I guess at some point, I... Uh, I grabbed some yoga blocks and I was sitting on some yoga blocks and and she had this rain machine mm-hmm. thing that I remember going, whoa, <laughs> right? And 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 then I couldn't figure out how things worked, right? The the rain thing. I'm like, I wonder how that works, you know? <laughs> you know? And I was like, woo! And then uh, you know those little nutty things that make clacky 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 noises. I was just focused on that and then. <laughs> Well, then the two girls started singing, and uh, Warrior Princess had uh, a voice that just went through me. Mm. And uh, when the other one kicked in, uh, I just laid down. Mm. Now, at some point... Did you finally close your eyes? Yeah, I rolled over, and at some point, uh, with my eyes closed, the music was just going through me, and I started doing this. And I started doing that with the tune, uh, right? Uh-huh. And but it was a deep growly, uh, <laughs> right? Like uh, you remember the Howard Stern movie, and the dirty part where the girl sat on the speaker and he went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Turn oh. the bass up, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I was doing that in my chest, right? Uh. And um, I just remember thinking I got to match their tone, but I was just balled up in a corner. Anyway, who knows how long that went for? I really don't know, but it went a long time. And uh, and then Adrian came and tapped me on the shoulder and said, Shh. Yeah, John, you're being too loud. I got shushed in a mushroom ceremony. I got shushed. <laughs> um, and, and it snapped me right out of it. And uh-huh. I sat back up. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And I was just there, right? Uh-huh. Now, in that time frame, he had already asked people, I think, because we had gone long enough if they were ready for the second dose. And I remember thinking, I ain't ready for that. Nope, nope. And uh, Really? Because I... Not not right then. Not right not, then. Not everybody okay. else did. Um because I got snapped out of that pretty good. And then uh-huh. it was like, okay, I'm, I'm interrupting the group. I was back into consciousness. I was all of that. I got up. I went out on the porch, um, which was kind of trippy itself because uh-huh. a, a, a car pulled up and uh, like 15 girls got out of it or something. It was weird. Anyway, there was moon. There were stars. There were there were lights. There were jets. There was lots of cool stuff. Uh-huh. Um, uh but then he came out, we started talking, and then I'm like, I'm ready for number two. He's like, uh-huh. really? How much you want? I'm like, two. And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah, two. So this is a total of five grams I would be having. So he goes, you want to do which, the rape? Which is a lot. It's a lot. He goes, you want to do the rape? I'm like, fuck it, dude. Let's go, right? Uh-huh. Uh, as an alcoholic, I'd like to say, if you offer me drugs and I'm in it, I'm probably going to take more. Uh-huh. Uh, if three is good, six, six is better. Six is even better. Um, so walked back. He did the rape this time. Uh-huh. 
little bit different, a little more masculine, and a little more forceful. Because it, he, I didn't put it in my nostril, he put it in my nostril. I just think the whole thing feels super masculine. Like the whole Rappe experience yeah. feels so very masculine. He did to me. left, he did right. It blew, like, it took me to a different space. I remember being. Having my eyes closed, I remember going into that, I forget what it's called, the yoga pose, where you Uh have like the okay sign with the symbols, right? And uh, I was heart-centered, I did a full circle, everything was black, but I was in the black, it was weird, and then I settled in, and then I took another two, and... um, I can't tell you what happened after that. It, it just it got colorful, and I just went to a whole different space. So, and that's the place I have no memory of. <clears throat> so now, do you remember if you had your eyes closed? Because my experience, I did. That that entire one was eyes closed and just okay. sitting there. Um, I do remember uh, towards the end of it, I had to pee, uh-huh. and I went into the bathroom. Uh, this bathroom was <laughs> wallpapered cool. with a pink fluorescent neon sign. And a black toilet, which I didn't know you could do, but fucking black <laughs> toilets, man. That was the coolest thing ever. Anyway, I got done. And, I uh, want a black toilet. <laughs> I got done and I went to look in the mirror. <gasps> Have you ever seen the logo for the Joe Rogan experience? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he looks all psychedelic and his eyes are bugged out and it's like mm-hmm. a mushroom trip? Yeah. That's what you look like? I look like that. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, that was only part of it, though. The rest of it was like, whoa! And I did the back and forth like a like a oh like uh, moving like a closer co- like and a cockatoo, back. right? Back yeah. and forth. My eyes were all bugged out and sticking out of my head, and I had a, a halo behind me. And I'm like, oh, Joe, I get it, I get it, right? <laughs> I want to go sit down now. And then I went and sit down, and um, uh, I don't know, maybe went out again, and then and uh. A couple times I went outside. I really wanted the fresh air in the outside. I uh-huh. really longed for that. Um, there were a couple times I walked past you, and you're like, you were looking at me like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> and there were a couple times you're like, it really, you gave me the what sign. And I looked at my wife, and she reached her hand out, like, come come hug with me. I'm like, we can't, right? Uh-huh. And so I just went outside, and I wrapped a blanket around me, and... and uh, like a like a like a homeless shaman, I just wrapped the blanket around <laughs> my head and, and hold it there, and I just rock back and forth, and I I couldn't stop. Uh, so it resonated deep within you. At some point towards the end of that, because uh, my Lisa did come out, we started talking a little bit, but I couldn't stop doing that. Even while she's talking to me, I was still going. Uh, I can't get there. It's not the same now, right? But I'm, oh. But I do remember looking at the moon, cross-legged, on the porch. The stars were jutting about, and I was just oming at the moon. Mm. Like deep, deep, like the way you're supposed to, ohms mm-hmm. were coming out of me. I couldn't stop them. And my friend, uh, Christine, up in uh, up in Ottawa, Canada, right? some years ago, five or six years ago, she came out. Uh, for a dissection class and she said I've never been to the Redwoods please take me so I drove up there uh, I I drove did I drive up there I flew up there no I drove I drove up there I think you drove I, I think I drove I drove up there I picked her up at the airport I uh, and we drove to the Redwoods outside of uh, uh, San Jose mm-hmm. and um, 
at some point, I mean, just uh, to be with somebody who's super spiritual like that and who's right. connected to the planet like that, who's a yogi like that, um, changes the experience, mm-hmm. right? They're not just big, cool trees. It's like hundreds of years of resonance. Well, thousands right? of years they're, of they're resonance. Ants, right? Yeah. They're ants. They still talk to each other. And uh, at some point, she said, let's ohm. And we went and sat on a fallen tree, cross-legged, uh, in front of each other. And we just ohmed like to each other through our heart chakras. Mm. Oh my God. So instantly I was taken back there right. and, and I connected with her. I called her this morning. She goes, Oh my God, Oh my God, I want to hear about it. But she was busy. Um, and, and it made me wonder what would this be like outside? What would this be like in the woods? What would this be like in the desert? What would this be like on the beach? Right. Mm-hmm. So, I um, actually have a friend who's done it outside, who's done a mushroom ceremony outside. Uh, pretty much everybody except me. Well, Everybody's mean, done mushrooms except me. <laughs> I want to Yeah, do it. I mean, there's other other things and other places to do it. Right. Oh, oh I, I bet it would be fantastic. Like in front of a, it was yeah. um, out on a, um, a hilltop and there was a big bonfire and it was oh, an all fire. night thing. Oh my yeah. God, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So eventually we all kind of came down and people were coming out of it and people were coming out onto the deck and uh, the facilitators came out to check on us and my Lisa was out there and um, you eventually got up and I looked over and you and Lisa were talking and so I let you guys do that because I was still kind of being outside and um, I know at one point, I told you this, at one point, because there were people underneath us, mm-hmm. um, I really thought about holding that blanket up over my head and just going, <laughs> I am Batman, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I which, think, which just made me laugh. I no think end. you got playful. I got, I got a little playful at the end. I got a lot of high and giddy at the end. And then they give you snacks at the end, and they give me a strawberry. Lisa Kay? <laughs> yes. Best strawberry I've ever had in my life. <laughs> okay, I wanted I, to share the strawberry with everybody. Uh, you and you did you have one? You brought one. Was it the best strawberry you ever had? It was very good. It was a very. Lisa good said strawberry. hers wasn't, but fuck me, that was a good strawberry. It was a good strawberry. It was, um, yeah. Uh, you and you have to. They recommend that you fast beforehand um at least four to six hours before you're going to partake of the ceremony you're on an empty stomach you're on an empty stomach so uh the uh there's no crash it's kind of a gentle floating of Mm -hmm. happiness all the way down and then uh at some point after the chatter and the talking or whatnot they start turning lights off and and uh Again, you have no concept of time. Mm-mm. So you're thinking it's four in the morning and we're leaving in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And homegirl comes in and goes, you know, it's only like midnight. Yeah. What? Yeah. The fuck? I got to say, because now I'm like, I'm ready to go home. This is cool. Right. She's like, yeah, you're not leaving until nine. We got nine hours to go. Yeah. Right. And now I'm not, I'm not in it anymore. I'm not on the medicine anymore. And, uh, and everybody's stopped talking. And it's like, now I just got to sit here? What? Right. Uh, here's where I made the mistake. I didn't bring my air mattress up. So I was just on a yoga mat. And yeah. it, it wasn't comfy on a hard floor. But It was not comfy. That was, I would say that's a huge downside. If I were going to do it with that uh, setup again, I would bring something Make sure soft. you bring comfy, comfy, sleepy stuff. Yeah. So it took a bit to fall asleep. I did fall asleep because when I woke up, I was really surprised it was morning. And then... Um, they kind of go around the room. I was really surprised to hear what people's experiences were because none of them were like me. <laughs> um, and most of them were looking for inner stuff. And uh, two people did not. 
uh, get any experience at all. And uh, I find that interesting too, right? Because as an alcoholic, it's like, no, you have to drink through the throwing up part. Mm. That's where the fun <laughs> part is. So, um, but, you know, I mean, everybody has different experiences and that was there. So I think, um, <sighs> and you and I and Lisa talked about this on the way home a little bit. Um, I think that the medicine and uh, a lot of times people who do it ceremonially speak of the medicine as an entity or a person or, you know, rather than just some dried up mushrooms. I think the medicine um, allows you to experience what you're ready to experience. Pretty much. Again, back to intention is the key to this particular thing. Right. If you have an idea of where you want to go with this, really set that as an intention, and it turns out that's what you're going to get. Right. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's going to take you to where you're going. So it really does work and enhance your own personal growth and your own personal mindset. Mm-hmm. Um so towards that end, I would I would do it again. I would be interested in I'm interested scientifically in all the different aspects of how this could work. Mm-hmm. What would it be like in a group of like minded individuals or friends? What would it be like if it wasn't a ceremony? If you're all just sitting around a fire, like you said, what would it be like with a million stars all mm-hmm. around? Um, would you have a peaceful, easy feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, so interested in that. Um, we have some friends who want to do it. Maybe I'll go back with them if they do it. Um, I know I never got unconnected from you guys completely, and I would like to see what that would be like. A good time was had by all, eventually. <sighs> the next day, there was... Uh, I found this interesting. When we drove home, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't tired. I didn't nod off or anything, even mm-hmm. though I'd had minimal sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got home, not severely exhausted, just kind of tired. Took a couple hour nap mm-hmm. and felt a lot better. Lisa did not. You did not. You guys were, we, we all kind of had uh, minor headaches at the uh-huh. end. I had a headache and, the next, yeah, on and, Sunday. I but had I mean, we slept on a floor. Right. And, and it was hard and that could have been part of it. Right. Um, after one good night's sleep, yesterday was... Uh, I got, a lot, I got a lot done. I, and it's, you know what? I didn't have energy. I just didn't feel like sitting around. I don't know if that right. makes sense. No, I, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like having too much coffee and needing to move around, you know, no, like it wasn't it's that not buzz. At all. No, um, it was more of, again, it's a, it's an absence of, uh, fatigue or an absence of well I'm, I'm gonna go with creativity too like, oh for I got, sure i got a lot of my projects done yesterday yeah. it was raining uh-huh. i was indoors i had a lot of little honeydew projects that needed to get done i got them done and uh on top of that i started a painting from oh. for my granddaughter whose birthday's next week and uh, mama asked if i could uh, if i could do a picture that she had seen that she loved so i'm attempting to do that picture watercolors I haven't done watercolor I was gonna, in 35 yeah. years. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, and and I even stopped watching TV last night and went back upstairs and did more. So, wow. I mean, creativity certainly back. Yeah. I find myself right now, and they talked about this at the end, that you're going to have a little bit of a, a, a afterglow, what uh-huh. they call afterglow. Uh-huh. Um, I feel pretty calm and neutral, which uh, is yeah, weird. I do too. And, and it's only in that calmness and neutrality that I realize how down and agitated i may have been in the last couple months so Mm -hmm. that's interesting too 
Uh, Lisa K, you may find this hard to believe, but that's all we have time for today. <laughs> so we will put uh, the information for Adrian in the liner notes here. There's going to be an Instagram site that you can contact him directly. Um, any parts of where this were done are going to be taken out of this podcast because he would like to keep that neutral and anonymous. And if you're interested, please contact Adrian and we'll go from there. Um, I can't stress enough how important going to the Patreon site would be. If you can just afford $5 a month for us, if you enjoy our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And again, 100% of it goes towards this podcast only right. just to cover costs, which uh, can they're, they get exhausting sometimes. So please help us there. Um, like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about that. We're we're back and we're going to give you the best content possible. And uh, Lisa Kay wants to say a thing. <laughs> so if you have anyone who you know uh, who would be great on the podcast and they do not have to live in Southern California, uh, we do a lot of Zoom ones. Uh, we would love to talk to uh, a doula, if someone knows a doula, I would love to talk to a death doula. There, that is a whole Interesting. up and coming thing, or a birth doula, right? Or a lactation specialist, uh, an acupuncturist, a chiropractor, a chiropractor. And if you have a healing story, good, bad, indifferent, or indifferent, just a healing story that you'd like to talk about, and you don't have, you could be anonymous. You can just be a voice on the radio that mm -hmm. tells your story. We are open to that as well. Mm -hmm. So give us a call at 909-557-4416. Uh, mm -hmm. Or go to the Instagram page, The Hesitant Healer, and contact mm -hmm. uh, Lisa K. through the messenger. messenger. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm glad we're back. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. We missed you. As much as you missed us. As be good humans. Yes, be good humans. Bye. Bye.